so vain. I'm pretty sure the song is about me. I'm so vain. Don't you think the song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Ah, today is Monday, January 27th, and this is the real edition of this Joe Batanz. If you weren't listening to the live Mixler show, I give them a sample, a very short sample of what you get every day. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but every day last week we had an episode of this Joe Batanz. We're going to shoot for a second week in a row. My name is Joe Batanz. I'm joined by Lori Roggenkamp. I'm joined by Lori Roggenkamp right here on this Joe Batanz. Going for week two of having a this job attends every weekday. A Patreon is up. We're all I like ver- it. we're all very curious to hear the real tea about your trip to South Dakota, specifically. And everyone's probably going to be jealous in the world of um, afterthought media. Everyone should know Lori showed up to an event. I want her to explain it while I finish my smoothie. Uh. No. Where, where you did I'm going to give a, a brief rundown that you did you did the whole thing Lloyd where you basically you gave you did a set and then people were sitting in the back writing roast jokes about you or for you or what what was the story there? Yeah, so it's called Roast Yourself. It was actually a fun like it was one of those things where I'm thinking of maybe trying to figure out a way to adopt it and do it here, do it like for a show here. Mm-hmm. but it was a show that this other guy had been doing in like Idaho or something. And mm-hmm. it's where comedians go on and they do a seven minute set, just mm-hmm. a regular, regular set. Mm-hmm. And then there are three other comedians who are um, sitting like on the side of the stage on a table and they're writing on cue cards, roast jokes, mm-hmm. like normally about your set or they could, you know, just essentially anything they could talk about your set. They could talk about your appearance. They could talk about, you know, but they usually related to the set that you did. Mm-hmm. And so then they uh, give you the cute, then they give you the note cards and then you read the, the jokes um, out to out to the audience. Okay. So I don't know how I was just thinking about this now. I was like, I don't know how funny this is going to be because people haven't heard my set. Okay. So is your, is your set anywhere online that we can play it? Uh, let me see. There's no. a YouTube. I'm not seeing. I'm not trying to make. No, while it you look, thing. let me explain to the audience because the people in the audience might be thinking, "We'll just have Lori do her set." And you have to understand something. There's an energy in the room, and you you just can't do a stand-up set in in the podcasting format. Just like you could yeah. do a podcast in the, in the stand-up format. So it's tough. Mm-hmm. Like, um, if I were to do I, my old set, not only would it not be funny because it wasn't funny, but it would be extra not funny because it just sound, it, it sounds really artificial outside of the environment. Yeah. It sounds weird. I'm trying to find, like, a recent 
one that I've done. Humble uh, Pie mentioned called Seven Minutes in Purgatory. What's that? I don't know. What is it? Improv in an empty room. What she's talking about. Sometimes Humble Pie says things, I'm like, what is she talking about? She's gonna post a video about something. Oh, wait, we're in the air! <laughs> oh, yeah. That should probably be a thing. Uh, <laughs> oh, people who, I can't, who don't pay I for can't this. find anything. I think I might have, I think I might have deleted, I had a video of like a later stand up set that I've done. But I think I, what's funny is they've they actually recorded all the video for this the festival. Mm-hmm. But I just don't have. Um, oh, she posted video. Mm-hmm. I just don't have like the they don't have the audio for it yet. Mm-hmm. So uh, shoot. So okay. I, I can't. I can't show you. Just uh, I do some jokes about being a lesbian. Shocking. I know. Um, what other things do I do? I just talk, you know, just talk about being fat, being a lesbian. Sure. Um, you know what's so weird is I can't for the life of me. Weren't you going to do, so you, wait, you were going to do this in a pig group. Were you going to do the same? See, the, luckily what we, the, the one thing I will say is on yeah. this Joe Batant, we have a lot more. Oh, here we go. I found it. Oh, you did? Found what? It's the set that I, hold on one second. This is the set from South Dakota? No, no, no. It's a set that I've done that's similar to the one that mm. I did when okay. I was in South Dakota. All right. Now you can play the now you have the skill, you have the ability to play the audio yourself. I don't even need to play it. Do I have Oh wait. No, I, I can play it through Google, right? I can play through Google Hangouts. Yeah, Google Chrome. Let's see. So Lori okay. Camp sound technician is gonna now play it through her audio. Can you hear that? Yeah, but lower it a little bit. Okay. So just a tad, like maybe like a third. Like that? I got this comedy train with a poem. <laughs> okay. Broken glass. Zippers. Chip teeth. Dead person's fingernails. Dragon eggs. The novel, War and Peace. These are all things I'd rather have in my vagina than a penis. (laughs) (laughs) And the poem's called Mom, Dad, I'm Gay. (laughs) I've never heard that one. Not more receptive than my first audience. So thank you very much. I, uh, yeah, I'm gay. I actually, uh, my girlfriend just got her dream job, which is pretty exciting. Uh, so we went out to celebrate the end of our relationship. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I just got out of a pretty serious three-week lesbian relationship, uh, which is like a seven-year straight relationship. So... Looking for a place to live. Anyway, <laughs> have any recommendations? It was the first serious relationship I've ever been in. 
Uh, I don't, I've never really had that much sex or dated anybody. I'm so sexually frustrated that until I was 27, I didn't have sex dreams where I was involved. <laughs> it was just me walking in on people having sex in my room. <laughs> oh, God, oh, sorry. Oh. I, I'm sorry, I'm so, oh, I'm gonna go. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> now they're saying they can't understand it on Discord. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, really? I can't understand a word, but I look forward to listening to the link. Oh, well, maybe I'll just send the link then. Well, Sorry. No, no, g- 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 F them. Because on the recording, it sounds fine on the recording. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'll well, send well, the link. So, so, what roast jokes can you do every. Oh, Jordan Darling's here. What roast jokes can you do right now? Okay, so I'm also going. <laughs> I love how this all has mm-hmm. uh, like caveats to it. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'm setting all of this up so yeah. I can tell you some probably boring jokes. Okay. Um, let me see. So, uh, okay, I'm not gonna send the photo because I can't figure out how to do that. But so anyway, so I just also one thing to keep in mind is I was wearing a green button-up shirt with elbow pads, brown elbow pads that I thought was really dapper, and I have a hat on that says the letter S. Okay? Sure. So these are the roast jokes. Okay. Have you seen my son's movie, Bowling for Columbine? That's the first one. On weekends, I'm Bruce Valanche. Uh, that must have been a big closet. These are the roast jokes? Yeah. Also, these killed. So I'm just letting you know. They did? See, this, is the thing, this is the thing where I feel like I think it's one of those things where now I'm thinking that maybe the transition from like, it had to be a lot. You had to be there sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so glad. I'm not being sarcastic. I'm glad we saved this for this Joe Matanz. Oh, I'll tell you why. Here's the deal. Now, in Afterthought Media World, they think that the, the exclusive tier got all these fantastic, hilarious jokes, you know? Yeah. Uh, not realizing this is what they had to listen to, yeah. They listened um, to, listen to me drink a smoothie and forget we were on the air. To be fair, no matter what I'm doing, I start with a poem. My girlfriend is deaf, so I just play my set on YouTube and then say everyone is laughing. If my parents didn't get be- me being gay from the poem, they got it from the elbow pads. No one was more disappointed to find out that I'm gay than my parents and women. So. <laughs> What's that funny? Jay Darling. <laughs> he just posted $20. I know. I, that's what I say, Jordan. <laughs> So I have a joke. I have a joke in my act that I didn't play that I say somebody called said that I had nice tits and I talk about how I basically guilt them into explaining exactly what about my boobs they like. Mm-hmm. And somebody wrote, no one believes anyone has ever told you nice tits. And then the S on my hat stands for straight. And that's it. And these jokes killed? They killed. Killed. 
Hmm. But see, this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Is now I'm starting to think, here's the thing. I think, I honestly feel like I, I think I was in a bubble when I was in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. It's a weird place where it's like everybody's funny. Mm-hmm. You know, everything you do is great. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you come back and you're like, no, this actually really sucked. Yeah, that, that, I would think maybe one of those jokes is maybe kind of funny. They killed. Yeah. You know, Lori, uh, this Jim Batanz usually covers my day. On Mondays, they'll usually cover my weekend. Um, <clears throat> today, I'm going to work backwards. Uh-huh. We're doing this Jim Batanz. We just, I just made a smoothie before it. Then I made, we did an episode of The Pig Crew. Before that, both you and I took a nap. And I, I li- think that was a bad. I don't think I should have taken a nap. I don't think I should have taken a nap either. I woke up and then I was just even less energetic than I was before. But like I told you, and I said this on the pig crew, and I'll say it here, is uh, I uh, I took a Xanax last night to finally get to sleep. I couldn't get to sleep. And um, that when I take a Xanax, it fucks me up for the next day. Not like I wasn't depressed or anything like that. I just I'm just not super energetic or ambitious or productive. Does that make sense? And what's funny is I was strangely productive, but like as productive as I could be, um, uh, you know, on on a Xanax uh, hangover. So so, so yeah. when you take a Xanax, you almost think to yourself, Mary, was it worth it? <laughs> Kind of, you know, like, I got stuff done. I got what I needed to get done today. Don't get me wrong. But it felt like everything was moving in slow motion. I made, I had that very healthy lunch, which was very delicious. It just, if I told you what I did today, it wouldn't sound like much, but it just took me forever to get it done. So hopefully I'll get a good night's sleep and get it done. Yesterday, I saw uh, John Paul. That's what, well, so I told you I was really upset about the Kobe Bryant thing. So I was... Adam Vaught was really upset. So he, he and I basically spoke the whole day. What do you phone. think about that whole thing? I mean, do you want to get into it? If you don't want to, we, we won't talk about it. But. I mean, we can get into it if you want to get into it. I mean, it's just, you know, are you about the rape or are you talking about his death? No, well, okay. I guess I should say that, yeah, that was, a, that was my, I'm sorry. That was a very broad thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing two sides. And I am seeing one side that's very like, who gives a fuck? I'm glad he's dead. He was a rapist. And then I'm seeing another side that's like, he really taught me what it's like to be a man. And he really, you know, people who I feel like are like have been proponents of Time's Up and Me Too are now like coming out of the woodwork saying that they're like, they are really good friends with Kobe and that they'll really miss him and that they really enjoy, you know, it's like, Oh, you know, we really, he was one of a kind. He was a really, he was a really great role model and all this stuff. And I, I feel like both are wrong. Like, I feel like there's a way to say, I'm sorry for this, this loss. I'm sorry. I feel awful that this happened and it's a tragic event. You don't want that to happen at all. But this guy was not a hero, you know? So I just, I don't, it's hard for me. But then at the same time, again, it's like what I said earlier. It's like, who gives a fuck what I think? So I haven't, I haven't come. I don't like, it's like one of those things where it's like, why do I even bother saying I haven't commented? Cause it's like, nobody gives a shit. So I think for me, it's weird because, you know, there are very few athletes or even personalities 
who are so closely identified with a particular city, you know? Yeah. And so it's, for all intents and purposes, Kobe Bryant was Los Angeles. Like, you know, he is L.A. And what's weird, too, is also we saw him grow up. He came here right out of high school, you know, 18 or 19. And um, I always forget that. I forget that he was so young when he started. And he did his entire career in Los Angeles, stayed in Southern California. It's the whole thing. And so it's like, it's just very, and then his daughter and the the whole thing. It's just like, it just really, really was just very sad. And the other people who were in the car. I mean, there were, there were seven other people. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like a fucked up, shocking, crazy thing, you know? Uh, yeah. and so it just really, really fucked me up. And like I told you, I, I, uh, you know, I, I, I had my grief bacon, Coomer Speck. I didn't eat bacon though. I had turkey del taco and, um, that's really good though. What? I think del, del taco gets a bad rap, but I honestly feel like they have, they were really good. Yeah. I love del taco. Yeah. I, I, I know it's a weird time to plug, but guys, if you have a del taco near yeah. you, maybe go and get like a, a taco to support <laughs> yeah. the victims of there's no fundraiser. Or anything. I don't know what yeah. I'm doing. So anyway, so it, it, I don't know. So it was really weird. So uh, this is like a weird pallor over the city yesterday. It's so, also one of those things where it's like you, it's it, he was a celebrity on a, on a mag, on a global, on a macro scale. Right. Mm-hmm. And you never think that that kind of stuff can happen because you, nobody wants to think about mortality. And then you realize it's sort of one of those things where I feel like it also just hits back that like, we are all going to die at some point. It is going to, that is the one constant is that we are all going to die. at some Okay. Point. Stop making, making me, you're not, I want to sleep tonight too, Lori. So. I know, but I'm just saying that I think that that's why a lot of people are freaking out is because I think, especially when somebody dies in such that way, like this, this reminds me a lot of like the, the guy who who died in that car accident from uh, um, who was in the Fast and the Furious, obviously not on the, on the magnitude, but you mm-hmm. know, yeah. So anyway, uh, so we, I, you know, I went, we went and got ice cream. Oh, by the way, we were getting ice cream though. I saw probably one of the most beautiful to me, the most beautiful human being I've ever seen in my entire life. It was this twink, but he was like not even like a nineteen year old twink. He was like a a 25, 26, maybe even a little older twink. It'd be somewhere between 25 and 30, but very twinky, right? Okay. And was beautiful, very feminine, clearly gay, and sitting there drinking his coffee and drawing in the arts district, and I couldn't stop staring at him. He caught me a couple of times. It was really embarrassing. And um, But see, I think that's what you need, though. I think you need, like, they have those forever kittens. I think you need a forever twink. I think you need somebody who's, like, 40 but looks like they're a twink. Wait, they have forever kittens? They have forever kittens, yeah. They have kittens that look like they're, they have cats that look like they're kittens all the time. (gasps) How much are they? I don't know. I'll have to look it up. But I think you need a forever twink. You need somebody who can like you can have like an actual conversation now, with. No, once once I once I connect with them, I don't care what they look like. You know, like here's a deal between me and you, because especially since this Joe Batanz, right? Uh huh. Aiden is beautiful. He has a good body, and you know, and very twinky. But you can, or if you ever hang out with him in person, you can already see what he's going to look like as an old man, as an older yeah. person. 
And it's not going to be cute. But I was still so into him. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, well, there's those. Uh, there's that old saying. I mean, it's mostly women because it's a sexist saying. But it's like, you know, you if you see a beautiful woman, I'll, uh, uh, show me a beautiful woman and I'll show you a dude who's tired of fucking her. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like one of those things where it's like you can get sex. Sex is like I feel like in relationships is a little overrated at times because mm-hmm. you can get sick of that real quick. And then it's just hanging out with a person and then you have to be friends with that person. So anyway, Saturday, you know, I'm trying to cover my weekend here. So Saturday we did catching up. I think I just did a bunch of work on Saturday. Um, I don't remember what I think Saturday night I just stayed in. What kind of work do you do? You always say that you're busy, and I, I'm not saying I don't believe you. I'm just like, yeah. what do you do for the pot? Like, what is a typical uh, podcast? Uh, maybe we'll cover this on the next episode, but I have a planner where I can actually tell you what I did that day. So maybe on the next episode, we'll go through my planner, and I can show you. Because I, I tick off what I did that day. Today was actually because of the Xanax hangover. Well, remind me so I don't forget because I yeah. am interested. All right. Well, we'll see you next time on this show with Hanks. I was almost going to say we should restart the clock. <laughs>